Sometimes there's nothing to do in winter but get out and enjoy it. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark, and this episode was written by Joe Horn. For years, I've tried to get out on my birthday weekend ice fishing. It's not that I'm a diehard ice fisherman of sorts, it's just that usually by late February, I realize that the season isn't too far off from drawing to a close, and I'm haunted by the feeling that I haven't gotten out enough and won't if I don't take some decisive action. So I'll pour over maps and Maine's inland fishing law book for inspiration on where to go. I'm not interested in pulling up to any old pond and seeing what I can catch. Quite to the contrary, I generally have some particular species or experience in mind, be that catching and cooking a couple of brook trout for dinner that night, or hiking to a remote mountain pond to see what might be living up there. But there is one ice fishing experience that is still on my bucket list and that I have dreamed of for years, fishing at dusk for an unusual nocturnal freshwater fish that inhabits our deep inland lakes, cusk. Also known as burbot, cusk are an oddity among our freshwater fish. For one, this native fish species is the only freshwater species in the taxonomic family Lodidae, or cod-like fish. All others, such as the ling and the rocklings, are found in saltwater. Cusk are also nocturnal bottom feeders, with an eel-like appearance that mostly scavenge their meals. Normally, their nighttime feeding habits and their depth mean that most anglers don't encounter them. But another unusual aspect of these fish is that they spawn in late winter when they will congregate in relatively shallow areas of their lake and will start biting bait in the late afternoon or early morning instead of being quite as strictly nocturnal. Following canyon and valley-like topography in the bed of the lakes, cusk will migrate up out of the deep water into shallow sand and gravelly shoals. In late February and early March, they will spawn in pairs or in groups as large as hundreds. Unlike so many species of fish, which create some kind of nest by moving the benthic substrate to create a structure to contain their eggs, cusk instead broadcast their eggs all over the sand and gravel in no particular pattern or defined nest. Depending on temperature, these eggs will hatch in one to three months to produce the next generation of cusk. A study back in 2015 by Inland Fisheries and Wildlife found that cusk are one of the least sought-after fish in our main waters and are considered to be a non-sport fish by the state. This is despite being considered some of the best eating of any freshwater fish, the meat being dense, white, and clean-tasting, and often referred to as poor man's lobster. That said, they are also known for being a slow-growing fish that can live over 20 years, so they should be taken for food with some care to ensure that the population isn't overfished. Their eel-like appearance and slimy nature mean that some folks go even further than simply ignoring them in pursuit of other more popular game fish. Some folks find them to be rather ugly and misguidedly think that leaving them out on the ice for scavengers is the best approach when one is incidentally hooked. In doing so, these people are both killing a valuable native fish species and wasting what is purportedly delicious table fare. I don't actually understand why they are thought of as ugly. Their bodies are slender and purpose-built for working their way along the often muddy bottoms of our lakes in search of their quarry. Their chins are equipped with a single barbel to help sense food, and their bodies are beautifully mottled with all manners of browns and olives. But yeah, I suppose they're kind of slimy. This weekend, February 17th and 18th, 2024, happens to be free fishing weekend here in Maine. 
So if you want to get out and see a cusk for yourself, you might find a friend to take you out fishing. If you do so, just remember to dress warm, be safe on the ice, and make sure you read and follow the 2024 Maine Fishing Law Book, which you can find on the state's website. Perhaps I'll see you out there. You can find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phonology. (laughs) 